0: This is Seventy Two Nations Conference Call Podcast. I'm Elvis Iverson, and this uh, with El, with Errol Anderson and um, Betty Olson and Marty P- Paris. Seventy Two Nations Conference Call Podcast is an international project in Seventy Two Nations, where Seventy Two Nations can call into a live conference call for prayer, healing, deliverance, throne room encounters angelical encounters, prophetic visions, social, um, um, um soul presence, God, revival, anointing, and breakthrough. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, when did I start doing this, these conference calls? Well, in, in 2013, the Lord led me, it was me and, um, um, it was, at that time we were S.I.M. Appa started conference call. Hallelujah. And it was Elvis Iverson and, and Rodney Folker's. Rodney Folker's is a missioner. He was a person that was, um, you know, a farmer, and and he um, was sawing the the wind blowing, and also he had a, a conversion. Hallelujah! And and he would just go to the mountains of Montana and seek the Lord, and and he was a missioner. Hallelujah! And he was a a, a pioneer, and he's a coal laborer a coal labor. And co-founder for Supplication National Ministries and Global and Commission Apostle Trinity Church, Hallelujah and Hallelujah and Amen, praise God. And then um, when we form um seven two nations conference call podcast, Hallelujah, um, the Lord let us do it, Hallelujah, Amen. To reach the seven two nations, cause God gave me a dream about seven two nations, Hallelujah, and apostles in seven two nations, Hallelujah. Amen. Um, hallelujah. Errol Anderson is the Burden Bush of North Dakota. Hallelujah. He is an star teacher. Hallelujah. He has been to a, a certain number of nations. Hallelujah. As as a missionary. Hallelujah. And 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 he is a a person that prays and fasts and and um follows the leading of the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. He is a true. Pentecostal hallelujah. Praise the Lord. An old timer hallelujah that um continues to be renewed by the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. And and um glory to God and um and and then you have Betty White. Betty White is a intercessor, is is a leads a prayer group, hallelujah, and and, and in the past she was a um part of um uh, administrator and, and intercessor for, for big Ministries, a couple of big ministries in the past. How she really influenced and helped and aided, and now she's leading this prayer group, how that meets in Phoenix, Arizona. How that that that's um, praying for divine change in in America and in other nations around the world, and she moves in healing and deliverance. Marty, um, um, Paris, um, Paris is is a warrior of God. He is a warrior of God, a warrior of. God, hallelujah. And and um he led a, a for a time he led a, a spirit warfare network in Nebraska and then the Lord um called him to help raise up Global and I Commissioned Apostle Trinity Church, Hallelujah. He is one of the pillars and co founders and co laborers of Global Another Commission Apostle Trinity Church, Hallelujah, praise God and and I'm glad that he has come a part of Seventy Two Nations Conference Call podcast. Hallelujah, praise the Lord. Amen, hallelujah. And and I'm Elvis Iverson, Amen, hallelujah. Hallelujah my articles are read um by many across the world um, my ebooks and 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 people watch my seedcast videos and and listen to our podcasts hallelujah praise God I've mentored several people around the world apostles and prophets five full ministers business people politicians hallelujah glory to God many people have have been influenced um, by this ministry in India and in the Philippines and Africa and and several nations around the world hallelujah praise God um, I gave my life to Jesus Christ. Amen, Hallelujah. I, w- I was already in a traditional church, but I wanted to know the Lord more, and I kept on calling upon the Lord. And one day, the Holy Spirit—I I- I prayed a prayer, and I said, "I want to serve you all that is in life. I give my life to you." And it was like somebody opened the door of my bedroom. And it was filled with the Holy Spirit and started speaking tongues. Hallelujah. When I was fourteen years old, hallelujah. I heard the voice minister my word, the voice of Jesus minister my word, hallelujah. I heard it three times, hallelujah. When I was sixteen I began to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. When I was nineteen, hallelujah, I had an encounter of the Lord Jesus Christ in nine, in, in hallelujah, Encounter of the Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah. Jesus Christ appeared to me. he, he asked me how many members I want. And he gave me a vision for my life, a vision for my church, a vision for my ministry, and a vision for Omaha, Nebraska. And he laid his hands upon me and reached his power. And from that day, forward, I saw a in word reverence, opposite reverence, prophetic reverence, the deep prophetic, signs and wonders, hallelujah, the gifts of the Spirit, the gifts of God, hallelujah, amen. Hallelujah, praise God. Um, Amen, there was a time... Amen. Right after I got done with Bible College and I began to minister on the reservations in in Minnesota, South Dakota, and North Dakota, I would have visions, um, 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 several visions of heaven and some visions of of hell, and and several visions of of our Lord Jesus Christ. And now, and now we're in a day where where I've translated to many nations and I've also teleported, hallelujah, and um and also um, I um. I've been having visions, going up in the throne room every day, and exploring the many heavens. God has given me the revelation of many heavens, hallelujah. But also, God has led us to um, to plant a church in Omaha, Nebraska. It's called Global, first of all, Global Anarche Commission Apostle Training Church, hallelujah. It is a radical, normal church. It is, it is um, a church of, let me tell you, it is um, um, a community of home churches. Each Global anarch is a community of home churches with a sanctuary. And Global Anarch is an with of churches in many cities and many nations. Global Anarch is a radical, normal church. A mission-based church. A home church-based. A family-based church. A house of prayer-based. A supernatural encounter-based. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. And if you're looking for a church, amen, for Global Anarch, you can find us on Facebook. Uh, or, or, um, uh, or visit um, ElvisIverson.com. Hallelujah. Praise God. Hallelujah. And, and so, but Supplication National Ministries has been ministering for years. That's the name of the ministry. Um Seventeen Nation Conference Call Podcast is a part of that. And um you can visit Elvison dot com and become a partner and plant a seed, hallelujah, and 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 um and get connected, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah. Click on that sign torch and get connected. Amen. If you want to mail us a donation, you make the checks out to Subcation National Ministries and the member right donation and then mail to Subcash National Ministries P.O. Box 8132 Omaha, Nebraska 68108. Amen. Also, you can get by the cash app. The, uh, the cash app. It's mo- the money sign Then the SIM Omaha. You can get through PayPal. It's paypal.me slash SIM Omaha. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. And and um amen praise the lord hallelujah our messages um we have our podcast um once a month hallelujah except just in december hallelujah and the number to call in is is 5165979857 hallelujah praise god and and that is in central time zone central time zone that's central time zone hallelujah amen if you're calling from the outside the usa how you have to enter um that number plus the access code which is three four four one nine two one plus the pound sign also you can go to com hallelujah amen and we have more information about um 17-inch comes called pockets we have 70 numbers that, that a number for 70 nations that you can call and also there's an app that you can download you can go to a free conference call and you can download this app, hallelujah, you can download this app, hallelujah, either on your phone or on your computer, hallelujah, where you can call in free and you just got to enter the meeting ID is SIM team, hallelujah, praise God. And um, um, one thing is um, you want to, ch- with the center time zone, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah, and if you want to check your time zone, you can go to worldtimebuddy.com, hallelujah, praise the Lord. Amen, hallelujah, and glory to God. So, so um, also we have a, a partners list, amen, hallelujah. You want to become, um, a re- receive more from the 72 Nations Conference call, it's a Google group, hallelujah, and you can say, hey, just subscribe me to your two Nations Conference, two Nations Google group, hallelujah, and also follow Elvis Ives on Twitter, hallelujah, praise God, and no times and dates, hallelujah. Also, we have a Facebook page, for it was just 17 nations comes called podcast and after after these messages after these messages are done amen how they're uploaded to our podcast hallelujah which is anchor.fm 17 nations and and also elvis iverson has a a um, podcast is FM elvis iverson hallelujah praise god hallelujah amen and um Amen, and and Errol Anderson has his own podcast. Hallelujah, amen. Anchor.fm slash Errol Anderson, E R R Y L, and then A N D E R S O N. Amen, hallelujah. Praise praise the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And let me just I want to pray for everyone here that's listening to this message right now. Hallelujah. I want to pray. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Father in the throne of the Lord Jesus. I pray, Father, for everyone who's listening to this message. It will influence, influence in the church of the world, of oh God. And the seventy-two nations. Oh God. Lord, I pray, Lord, let, let many people Come from each of these nations into the uh, uh, call this comes, call Lord in the name of Jesus. And let revival come into the seven two nations of God. Raise up apostles, prophets, raise up the new up and start and establish the thesis of the third Reverend. Sabbath, the reformed grace message of God. In the name of Jesus, I pray, God, let everyone that has called up that uh, apartheid hallelujah that's influenced by this ministry bring forth multitudes of breakthrough, God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Lord, I pray release deliverance, healing, healing, miracles, creative miracles. Release freedom in Jesus' name, oh God in Jesus' name, amen. Lord God, I pray for, all for for breakthroughs, restitution, restoration, restoration, healing, amen, hallelujah, and freedom to come to people, in Jesus' name, hallelujah. And for all God, I pray, amen. I release the revival anointing. Release multitudes of breakthrough in the name of Jesus Christ, in Jesus' name. Amen. If you don't know Jesus Christ, pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe you are the Son of God. I believe the Bible is the Word of God. I believe the God of the Bible. I believe in the Trinity, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, three in one. I believe in the Virgin birth, the death, burial, and resurrection, and your ascension, and your second coming. I believe that you have forgiven me for all my sins. You washed, my, you washed me from all my sins. You wrote my name in the Lamb's book of life, and you have saved me. Lord Jesus, come in my heart, live and abide with me forever. Lord, you can confess you as Savior. Lord, you can confess you as Lord. I know me to serve you all the days of life. Lord, you can save me now. Lord, you can save me. Let me be born again. I commit my life to you. I surrender my life to you, and help me to serve you all the days of my life. Save me now in Jesus' name. Let me be born again in Jesus' name. Come in my heart and live and abide with me forever. Fill me full with the Holy Spirit. The evidence of speaking in tongues in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, Hallelujah, Amen, Hallelujah. Well, stay tuned, Hallelujah, for our next episode, Hallelujah. Praise God. This is just the introduction of of Seventy Two Nations Conference Call Podcast. Hallelujah, Amen.
1: Amen. Praise the Lord. Jesus
2: Christ is Lord. Glory to God. Amen. Welcome back to. 72 Nations Conference Call Podcast, A Ministry of Supplication International Ministries. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you for everyone who's calling in and everyone who's listening to the podcast. Hallelujah. Um, You can find our podcast at um, anchor.fm slash 72Nations. Hallelujah. Amen. Visit um, Supplication National Ministries at ElvisIverson.com. Amen. Amen. Our next, um, conference call will be, um, June 18th. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. At 9 a.m. Central Time Zone. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. I'm going to open up in prayer. Amen. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, we thank you for this time. The time that we live in, oh God. Lord, that you are rearranging things, oh God. That we are in a time that you are going to move mightily. The breath of God. The breath of God. Lord, you are not just coming from the north. You are coming from the north, south, and east, and west. And Lord God, we set our hearts unto you, God. Lord, let your love come upon us today. Let your love be a burning fire in us. The light, your way that we are to walk, your path that we, and the steps that you will lead us, God. As in Psalm ninety-one, the Lord is our shepherd. God, Lord, that you will lead us, and that you will lead us to signs and wonders, and revival, and reformation, and harvest. Let your fresh anointing come in the name of Jesus Christ. so we speak grace, 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 grace in the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, amen. Um, Betty? Yes. Yes, it's your turn.
3: Okay. I want to share with you today some things about A.A. Allen. Maybe many of you have never heard of him in other countries, but he was a powerful man of God in the United States and did a lot of tent meetings and meetings, did prophetic and tremendous healing ministry. He was here in the 50s and the 60s. He um, was called to minister, and he and his wife were ministering in a church, and he was not happy. He felt there should be more power and authority, and he, Decided that he should do some prayer and fasting. So he would put himself in his closet to spend time praying and fasting until he heard from the Lord. He had a rough time with it, I think, like all of us do with prayer and fasting sometimes. He many times went in that closet and stayed for a while, and then he came out. Sometimes he would hear some feel He could smell the wife cooking food in the kitchen, and he'd have to come out and get a bite to eat. He finally said to him one day, you know, if you're going to do this, you really need to stay in there until you hear from the Lord. So he gave her the key to the closet. He said, I'm going in there. I want you to lock the door. Don't let you me out till I've heard from the Lord. So he hadn't been in there for a while, and all of a sudden there was a light in the closet. And he said, oh, my gosh, my wife opened the door, and he realized it was God. And God began to speak to him and tell him, what he needed to learn, and what he needed to do to have the power and the authority that he felt he should have for his ministry. So, he he always believed that they that wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings of eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. That's from Isaiah 40, verse 31. Also said, he also so believed the passage in Matthew 10, verse 7 and 8. As you go, preach, saying. The kingdom of heaven is at hand. Heal the sick, cleanse the leper, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you receive, freely give. Also, another verse that meant so much to him was, you shall receive power when the Holy Ghost has come upon you. He wanted power and authority in his ministry. God says, I give you the steps to walk in the power and the authority to heal the sick, to cleanse the lepers, to raise the dead. I'm going to give you the steps to get there. So I'm giving these steps to each of you today to follow. You need to realize that there is a huge harvest coming in America and throughout the planet Earth. God is going to do a great awakening on this planet. We need to be ready for it. We need to have the power and the authority to do what God has for us to do. There will be people that we need to set that be set free from witchcraft, that don't need to be healed with physical healings that need to come into the kingdom of God, that need the power and the authority and the, the anointing of Jesus. We need it in our lives, those who are in ministry, to set the captives free. The first step is the disciple is of the disciple that realizes that the disciple is not his master. In the Hebrews 12 2, it says, We look away from the natural. And we fasten our glaze instead upon Jesus, who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into grace perfection. His example is this, because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing what we would be. Luke 640 says, and how could the apprentice know more than his master? For only he is fully qualified, will be at that level. We need to be qualified to do what God called us to do at this time. And believe me, if you're on this phone call, you are called of God. Every child is to be called to perfection. That is the second step. Be, ye, be ye therefore perfect. Matthew 5:48 says, "Since you are children of a perfect Father in heaven, you are to be perfect as He is." Also in James 1.4, as you endure, as your endurance grows even stronger, it will release perfection into every part of your being until there's nothing missing and nothing lacking. Perfection is a goal set by Christ for every Christian. Not every Christian has reached that goal, and no Christian has the right to boast that he's arrived. Paul once declared, not as though I had already attained Either we're already perfect, but I follow after. We follow Christ to lead towards perfection. Number four, and number three is Christ is our example. First Peter 2.21, you were called to live this way because Christ suffered in your place, leaving for you an example for you to follow. He never sinned. He never spoke deceitfully when he was verbally abused he did not return with insults when he suffered he would not threaten retaliation Jesus faithfully entrusted himself to the hands of God who judges righteously I mean in other words we turn the other cheek we stand with Christ as his our example Jesus said in reply to the disciples at one time if you have no doubt of God's power, and speak out in faithfulness, you can be the one who speaks to a tree, and it will wither away. Even more than that, you could say to this mountain, be lifted up and thrown into the sea, and it will be done. Everything you pray for with the fullness of faith, you will receive. This was right after he had cursed the fig tree. We have to realize we have the power and the authority, but we need to operate in it, but as we we operate in it as we allowed Christ to be the Lord and Savior of our life, we allow him to be the to help us to become the perfected faith He called us to be, we need to really realize Christ is our example. All the verses that I'm quoting are verses that the Lord filled in that day. These are verses that God gave to him. The next step is self-denial. Mark 1:34. The next morning, Jesus got up long before daylight, left the house while it was dark, made his way to a secluded place to give himself to prayer. If Jesus had to go off to a secluded place to spend hours in prayer, how much more do we have to do that? I mean, that's self-denial, to deny yourself. If you want power from God, you must fellowship with him. That's, den- den- desire. That's, that's denying our time. That's giving our time to him, putting him first in our lives. First John 1.3 says, So we proclaim to you that we have seen and heard about this life-giving, God, so that we may share and enjoy this life together. For truly our fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ, the Anointed One. When we're off for prayer and spending that time, we are with Jesus, the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. What a place to be. God's called us to that. And many of us are not spending the anointing and that powerful time that we should be. The next step was the cross. Luke 9:23, Jesus said to all his followers, If you truly desire to be my disciples, you must disown your life completely, embrace my cross as your own, and surrender to my ways. We we stand before the cross, and we thank the Lord that he died on that cross for us, that we may have life, and as the Bible says, that we may have it abundantly. Many of us are not finding an abundant life right now, because the, the trauma around the whole planet is not fun. It's a rough time, but Jesus said that he would be there for us. And we move through the cross, we can have that abundant life that we're supposed to have, even with everything that's going on. The next step is we must decrease. James 4, 6 says, God resists you when you are proud, but continually pours out grace when you are humble. That's why we have a humble spirit. It's Christ in us. That's what counts. Philippians 3.7 says, All of the accomplishments that I once took credit for, I've now forsaken them, and I regard it as nothing compared to to the delight of experiencing Jesus Christ as my Lord. To truly know him means letting go of everything from the past, throwing all of my boasting into the garbage can, so I can be enriched in the reality of knowing Jesus Christ And embrace him as Lord in all of his greatness. My passion is to be consumed with him. Christ is to be our all. It's to be our all. The translation that I'm reading most of these scriptures from is the Passion Bible. I love the way the Passion Bible words everything. The next step is he must increase. He must increase. As we decrease, He must increase with the control of our life. Without Him increasing the control of our life, we cannot have the power that He called us to have. There are many other places where God has so brought forth this in the name of Jesus. And we thank you and we praise you, Lord, for your word, what you're doing and what you're revealing to us. And we thank you for this. Our identity is co-crucified with Christ, and we know who no longer lives. For the nail of the cross crucified me with him. And now the essence of this new life is no longer mine, for the anointed one's life is through me. We live in union with him. My new life is empowered by faith in the Son of God who loves me so much that he gave himself for me and disperses his life into mine. The next step is idle words and foolish talking. <laughs> we, we waste a lot of time with idle words and foolish talking. Lord, it says you can be sure of this. When the day of judgment comes, everyone will be held accountable for every careless word he's spoken. Did you get that? We will be held accountable for every careless word we have spoken. Your very words will be used as evidence against you, and your word will be you're either innocent or guilty. That is the quote of the scripture from the Bible. That's why we have to be careful of our words and what we do and what we say. The next step is presenting your body. A body that is not completely yielded and surrendered to God is still a more or less dominated by Satan himself. Did you ever think about that? A body not completely yielded and surrendered to God is still more or less dominated by Satan herself. God wants only two requirements for accept- acceptable sacrifice. We must be holy. We must be totally his, no matter what the cost. It is, our, it is the realization that you are not your own. 1 Corinthians 6.19 says, Have you forgotten that your body is now the sacred temple of the spirit of holiness? who lives in you, you don't belong to yourself any longer. For the gift of God and the Holy Spirit lies inside your sanctuary. You were God's expensive purchase, paid for with tears of blood. So by all means, your body belongs to the Lord. You gave your life to him, which includes your body. The next step is partakers of his divine nature. So in Second. Second Peter 1.4 says, You must remain in life union with me, for I remain in life union with you. For as a branch, excuse me, this is from John 15. For as a branch severed from the vine will not bear fruit, so your life will be fruitless unless you live your life intimately joined to mine. I am the sprouting vine and you are the branches. As you live in union with me as your source, Fullness will stream from within you. But when you live separated from me, you are powerless. If a person is separated from me, he is distracted, he is discarded. Such branches are gathered up and thrown in the fire to be burned. But if you live in union with me and my words live powerfully within you, whatever you ask, you desire, it will be done. When your life bears abundant fruit, you demonstrate that you are my mature disciples. You will glorify my Father. You are partakers of his divine nature. You will have wisdom that comes from following the leading of the Spirit. Then he added a few personal things. Whatever the cost may be, seek him earnestly until he has shown you things that must be cleansed from your life before you experience his power. We need to get rid of things that are garbage, that's in our mind, our spirit, our soul, our body. We need to be totally sanctified and set apart. And we must have put on the armor of God every day. We are designed to put on that armor to protect us. The reason I'm sharing these things with you now is there is a huge harvest coming. We need to get ready for it. And we need to apply all of this to our lives, to have the power and the authority. Jesus said, I give you power and authority. We need to fill the gap. We need to take care of our spirit, our soul, our body, our mind, our lives, that we can be what God called us to be, perfected in Christ at this time. This is urgent for each one of us, and it it takes effort on our part. It takes work on our part but we're walking in the kingdom of God. He is preparing us for the greatest time in history on this planet. We need to be ready. I pray, Lord, that you open our hearts, our spirit, our soul, and our minds to walk in your wholeness, to walk in your holiness, to walk in your anointed, to be totally purified and cleansed by the power of that precious blood of Jesus. Guide our steps, guide our thoughts, Lead us in the path you'd have us to go that we may be perfected in Christ to be the men and women of God you created to be for us to be at this time in history because you put us on this planet at this time for a special reason. So, Lord, bring us into your perfection to be what you want us to be. We love you. We worship you. We praise you. We magnify the precious name in Jesus. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen.
1: Um, Is Errol here? I finally came on.
2: Amen. Hallelujah.
1: Sorry, I was late. I was lost in prayer. Time slipped away.
3: That's great. (laughs) That's that's (laughs) great.
1: Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. (laughs) Amen.
2: Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Amen. Well, Amen. Well, Errol, it's um, your turn. Hallelujah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his holy name. Hallelujah. Forget not all his benefits, forgives all my iniquities, and heals all of my diseases, including yours. Hallelujah. Earlier, Brother Elvis was asking if I would mention something about missionary. And uh, it could be quite a extensive subject to talk about, and to keep it short, I tried to keep it as short as I can here. But, you know, Psalm 1 says, Whatever I set my hands to do, I shall prosper. That's to every blood bought. Born again, saint of God, whatever you put your hand to, you will prosper. And so whatever calling, whatever fashion of of, of form of ministry that anybody is in, you will prosper in it. And prosperity is a blessing of God. He wants all of his children to prosper. You shall be a head and not the tail. You'll be blessed in the city and blessed in the country. The fruit of your body will be blessed. Everything will you do will be blessed. Jesus became a curse for us upon that cross. And so all of the curses of the Old Testament, all of the curses of the law, Are done away with in Christ but all of the blessings we can receive could we can walk in the blessings of Abraham and so when we're looking at this uh, calling of missionary I'd like to direct your attention to Acts chapter 13 you turn your scriptures to Acts chapter 13 starting in verse 1. Now in the church that was at Antioch, there were certain prophets and teachers. Barnabas, Simeon, who is called Niger, Lucius of Cyrene, Menaean who had been brought up with Herod the Tetrarch, and Saul. So it lists these four, and these four including Barnabas and Saul, were listed as prophets and or teachers. In verse 2, as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, that's something that seems to be lost in the body of Christ today, is fasting, ministering unto the Lord and fasting. But as they ministered to the Lord and fasted, the Holy Spirit said, now this is the audible voice of God, the Holy Ghost said, now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I called them. Who? Who called them? The Holy Ghost. Who called them? God. Who called them? Jesus. audibly speaking, now separate to me Barnabas and Saul for the work to which I have called them. Then having fasted in prayer and prayed and laid hands on them, they sent them away. Verse 4, so being sent out by the Holy Ghost, they went down to Seleucia, and from there they sailed to Cyprus. It is absolutely imperative, essential, number one before any ministry of any type that we hear the voice of the Lord. The Holy Spoke the Holy Spirit spoke audibly. It wasn't oh I have an impression of my heart. I I think I hear the Spirit saying no they all heard the audible voice of God saying at the same time. It wasn't some simple impression on the heart that somebody said, well, I I think the Holy Spirit is saying. In my lifetime, the Lord has audibly spoken to me six times, and it is absolutely essential to hear the voice of the Lord. The Holy Ghost spoke audibly, and everybody that was there heard the audible voice of God. They laid hands on him. They sent him away. They sent him out. Paul and Barnabas became apostles at that point. The word apostle means sent ones, meaning sent out. Prior to this time, Paul and Barnabas were either considered teachers or they were considered prophets. But they were not apostles yet. But when they laid their hands on them and sent them out, that's when they stepped into their apostolic calling. But this apostolic calling, immediately they went out on a missionary journey. They began their missionary journeys. So this gift of apostle and gift of of missionary can be very well interchangeable because apostles are sent out. That's what the word apostle means, but missionaries are sent out. Unfortunately, there's a lot of people that are sent out as missionaries, but they're really not missionaries. There's a lot of people that stand behind pulpits that shouldn't even be behind pulpits. And so hearing the voice of the Holy Ghost makes the difference between whether it's a work of the flesh or whether it's a work of the spirit, whether it's a work of the flesh or in, in tradition or whether it's a work of God. Immediately, Barnabas and Saul were sent out, and they became missionaries. And so this word missionary and apostle, in many respects, are interchangeable, because an apostle, when we look at Paul's life, we look at a five-fold ministry of apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist, we see when, when uh, Paul went to Athens, when he went into the Aeropagus, he was evangelizing. When we see him with the Bereans, when we see him with the Thessalonians, we see him spending time with people, we see his pastoral. He's constantly teaching when we're reading his letters. Were receiving his teaching and so this word apostle incorporates all of all of them uh, when he's writing in uh, Romans chapter 9 10 and 11 he's talking in in prophetic terms of Israel in future prophetic terms so we see that Paul is—he prophesies. He's he's operating in in uh, uh, arena of prophet, but we also see him in teaching. We also see him in pastoral. We see him incorporating all of the gifts of of the uh, spirit. And a missionary must uh, do the same thing. A missionary is out there usually by themselves. Sometimes they're with somebody else, but. Like when I was called France, I went with absolutely no backing. The Lord was working with me for over a three-year period of time and continued to show me this vision of going to France, and I struggled with it. It's like, well, yeah, but I I don't speak French, and I've never been to Bible school. Hallelujah. I've never been to seminary. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. But I've been in the school of the Spirit. And in due time, the Lord finally brought an understanding of what he was wanting me to do, and I went. I went by myself. I financed myself because that's what God told me to do. I never took a penny from anybody. I never asked. I never begged for money from anybody. I went because God showed me to go, and I was obedient to the heavenly calling. I heard the voice of the Lord. He gave me a vision, and I followed through on it. And it didn't matter if anybody was was with me, against me, for me, or anything. I went because God told me to go. So this gift of apostle and and missionary, it's first and foremost in any form of ministry that we hear the voice of the Spirit, that we hear the voice of Jesus, that we hear the voice of God. Hebrews chapter 1 is an important, Hebrews chapter 1 he says, as soon as I get there, Hebrews chapter 1, verse 1, God, who at various times and in different ways spoke in times past to the fathers by the prophets, has in these last days spoken to us by his Son, whom he has appointed heir over all things, through whom also he made the worlds. In these last days he's spoken to us by his Son. So we go to Psalm 29. We'll spend a, a little bit of time in the Psalms here. And this isn't this isn't long. We're just about through this already. But Psalm 29, starting in verse 2. Give unto the Lord the glory due his name. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. All of our ministry unto the Lord has to be Because we are ministering to the Lord. It doesn't do me any good to minister to Elvis or to minister to Betty or to minister to anybody if I don't first minister unto the Lord and give him the glory. Verse 3, the voice of the Lord is over the waters. The God of glory thunders. The Lord is over many waters. The voice of the Lord is powerful. The voice of the Lord is full of majesty. The voice of the Lord breaks the cedars. Yes, the Lord splinters the cedars of Lebanon. He makes them also skip like a calf, Lebanon and Syrian like a young wild ox. The voice of the Lord divides the flames. The voice of the Lord shakes the wilderness. The Lord shakes the wilderness of Kadesh. The voice of the Lord makes the deer give birth and strips the forest bare. Absolutely essential that we understand and hear the voice of the Lord. In Psalm 103, verse 20, Bless the Lord, you his angels, who excel in strength, who do his word, heeding the voice of his word. He spoke to us in times past through the prophets, through many different ways. But in these last days, he's spoken to us by his son. And in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. He was in the beginning with God. The Word was God, and in verse 14 of chapter 1 of John says, and the Word became flesh and dwelt amongst us. This Word, heeding the voice of His Word, even as we read this Word, this Word comes alive and quickens within us, and it causes us to go forth and do ministry because we read it in the Word. I believe because the Word said it. I believe because the Word spoke to me this morning. I believe because this is what the Word says. Heaven and earth will pass away, but His Word will never pass away. Our life has to be built on His Word. And we've got to be able to hear this Word. John ten twenty seven says, my sheep hear my voice. It's absolutely imperative. It's absolutely essential that we hear the voice of the Spirit of the living God, to hear the voice of Jesus. It's absolutely imperative, whatever our calling is, <clears throat> whatever our giftings are, that we only do what he tells us to do, that we only say what he tells us to say. So all that ministry, whether it's apostle or missionary or, excuse me, or bishop or pastor, prophet or teacher, ambassador, I can even turn this into a continuation of the ambassadors of Christ that um, I'll be teaching on continually on the diplomatic community that whatever the ministry is, it hinges on hearing his voice. Whether it's through reading the word and it's... Whether it's audibly hearing his voice or dreams and visions and trances, we only do what he says. We only say what he says. And until we are clearly hearing... We continue to press on, studying his word, prayer and fasting. See, every, every gift is unique because each person is unique. And so if we take an apostle, if we take missionary, if we take prophet, whatever gifting, it's unique to that person. It's not cookie-cutter Christianity. It's unique to each person. Whatever giftings God has given, it's very unique to that person. So when we look at ambassadors, Barnabas and Saul, excuse me, excuse me, Barnabas and Saul were sent out as apostles. They were sent out, and they began their missionary journeys. They were missionaries, but they were also ambassadors of Christ. <clears throat> they were also ambassadors. It doesn't matter if you're a, a, an apostle, a missionary, a prophet, a pastor, a teacher. If you work in any of the giftings of the Spirit, as I taught months ago, a year ago, whenever it was, that there's over 30 gifts of the Spirit, and some people are just locked on. Well, there are nine gifts of the Spirit. Nine gifts of the Spirit. Nine gifts of the Spirit. And if you read 1 Corinthians chapter 12, there's 12 gifts of the Spirit that are listed in that chapter. And so, there, you know, people are caught in these ruts. They're caught in these traditional teachings that, that restrict people. But whatever gifting you have, you've got to be able to hear the voice of the Spirit and be obedient to that voice. You're an ambassador of Christ. Apostles are ambassadors. Missionaries are ambassadors. Ministers of whatever giftings and callings you have, you're ambassadors and you're representing a king and a kingdom that is not of this world. Hallelujah. It's not of this world. It's supernatural. It's continual. It's eternal. Everything that we see in this world is going to burn up. Everything that's in this world, it's temporal. But that which is in ministry and what we are ministering to, with, is eternal. And so missionary and apostle... In many respects, the the terminologies are interchangeable because you have to, as a missionary, whether you're in the middle of the Congo jungle all by yourself, whether you're in the middle of China all by yourself, or whether you're in Omaha, Nebraska, or Phoenix, Arizona, or Mexico City, or Chicago, Illinois, or North Dakota. You're an ambassador of Christ, and you're representing a kingdom and a king that has no end. But in order to represent this king and his kingdom, we have to be able to hear his voice. And you have to be able to only do what he says to do. Only say what he says. And just leave it at that. And so I'm. there's more I could say, but I don't want to take up any more time because I know there's, there's other ministry that has to take place. So I turn it back over to Elvis and bless the Lord, O oh my soul. You shall prosper. Amen.
2: Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is
0: Lord. Hallelujah.
2: Amen. Um, Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Today, I'm going to talk about the new apostolic wineskins. If you have been listening to this, um, um, one of the purposes of this podcast is to help guide the church in many nations in this time. Hallelujah. Into biblical Christianity. I do not know everything. Earl does not know everything. Betty does not know everything. We just um, have faith in God. Amen. Hallelujah. And we pray. And we are led by the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Um. If you were here last time, um, Errol gave an awesome sermon. You can go listen to that after this podcast at um, our co- our podcast channel, um, Anchor FM Seventy Two Nations. Amen. Hallelujah. Where he talks about diplomatic immunity, and he will continue on preaching that next time on June Eighteenth. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, one thing is, I have been going to church for some time, and, um, and I said to myself, is this it? Well, we're newborns. Everything's okay. We're learning the word. The more as we learn the word, we become a threat to the leadership Much of Christianity today is pagan Christianity. And the thing is, not that we are trying to come up with some type of perfect formula for church, okay? Because Christ is our perfection. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and we are totally dependent upon Him. Hallelujah. You can have a, a, a good structure, but if you don't have no Holy Spirit, it's no good. But the thing is, the current structures, if the Holy Spirit comes in there, he will soon be quenched it has shown time and time and time again. A lot of churches today are like a theater. You go in there and, and you go home. There is no relationship. There's only one person that's ministering. See the the wineskins for years we have said the we have said to the Holy Spirit Build around us. Build around us. We said to Jesus, Build your church around us. But the thing is, we need to build around the Holy Spirit, okay? Hallelujah! Not the other way around. We have limited the Holy Spirit to Israel, and so what the Holy Spirit said, well, I will not be caged. I am God, and you will just have a little portion of me, and I will move on. And that's what we have had for years. And at certain times, we had a lot more of the Holy Spirit. But soon, soon, that, that those individuals that obeyed the Holy Spirit died. And then somehow, it probably went on for a little bit. But then they had other people that wanted to be restrictive. You cannot restrict the Holy Spirit. We need to build a wineskin around him. That is flexible to the movement of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. That that is flexible to the growth of the body of Christ, to the ministry of kings and priests, to the gifts of the Spirit, to revival, to glory, to the harvest that will grow, hallelujah. Not restrict. Hallelujah. Yes, we are to do everything in order. There is an order of things. But that order does not mean control, control, control. There's functions. We have functions. Errol has certain functions. Elvis has certain functions. Betty has certain functions. Marty has certain functions. Christy Sam has certain functions. Okay, there's certain things that... Errol is not called to do There are certain things that I'm not called to do That's why I need Errol And that's why Errol needs me Hallelujah That's how God built the church Hallelujah To depend on one another We are not independent We are interdependent Hallelujah Hallelujah Amen And again I'm going to say this Is we can have the um, tape of whatever that's biblical, book of Acts, but without the Holy Spirit, it's nothing. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We, the Holy Spirit does not work on our schedule. Amen. But if you believe in the Holy Spirit, if you believe in the presence of God, if you believe in the sovereignty of the Lord, well, guess what? He will manifest. He will come. He will visit. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Because we are his children. Hallelujah. Where are parents? Where are parents? Where you see parents, there are children. Where you see children, there are parents. But there are children today in the church that think that they don't need no parents. Who are the parents? Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Lord of God. Hallelujah. Amen. And Jesus Christ is Lord. Well, let's open our Bibles. Hallelujah. Um, the reason why I'm doing this is, is the Lord put on my heart. The church is coming to a time of reformation. We must be free. I believe that many denominations, almost all what we see of Christianity, except that which is of God, will come to an end. It will be burned up. The Lord wants the church to move forward and walk in a consistency of God's power, glory, and revival. Hallelujah. Amen? We were never to be without revival. We were never. Hallelujah. And why? why were we... Have years without revival because we do not believe. Because of our unbelief. Because God is a God of faith. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2 says, To the church of God which is in Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ, Jesus, called to be saints with all who is in every place, called on the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both theirs and ours. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. The church is holy. Amen. We are set apart. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We we try to say that holiness is is um, something outside of Jesus Christ. Anything you build outside of Christ is religion. Amen. When you come in on Christ, God sanctified you by his blood. But also, this blood that's sanctified is that we call out, we're separate from the world. But guess what? We're not just separate unto ourselves. We are separate unto a body of believers. Hallelujah. Amen? We are separate. Um, being a Christian, hallelujah, is a personal calling and a of calling hallelujah and of course that this is all this does not happen because not everyone believes like we're supposed to believe like the scripture says hallelujah a lot of people have just seen one part of the church the vertical part they have not. Seen the horizontal part or the cooperative part the Lord wants to reform the vertical part he wants to establish the horizontal part he wants to build a collective among the cooperative see we need if we look at this um, you yourself need reformation you need revival you need to be established hallelujah you need to get in the word of god amen then there's the vertical then there's the horizontal then the then there is the throne room. we're seated in christ in heavenly places also seated in the very throne room of god hallelujah amen and also we look at that in the early church the early church was Divided, not by denominations, but divided by geography. The church of Acts had the principles that they were not mature. There there will be a day when the mature church will arise, but it will not be without the glory of God. Amen? It will not be without the Holy Spirit. It will not be out without the Word of God. Some people are in this thing called progressiveness, that the Bible is not relevant today. They say, oh, we cannot use those terms. That's too spiritual. Well, what's in the Bible is today, is for today, is for today. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But we will come into maturity. I believe that, that the church will come in maturity on an individual basis and a corporate basis. But also, we will come fat with God's glory on an individual basis and a corporate basis before the return of our Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. If you look in the Bible, it talks about the church will become a glorious church. Hallelujah, a glorious church. Hallelujah, glory to God. Hallelujah, Amen. How many of you have been to a church, church where the Holy Ghost did not show up? He only showed up when you just started praying. He's there with you, but but somehow he's not in that building. Well, that is a sign that you need to get up and leave. <laughs> if the Holy Ghost left, why are you staying? Unless God tells you to stay. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Some ways, if you want to get kicked out, you can just start speaking in tongues. Hallelujah. You can start casting out demons. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You can start prophesying. Oh, you can walk with the pastor and start telling them, Hey, you know, um, you know, reading this in the Bible, they, you know, what? they don't want to hear your opinions. They just want your money, okay? Because what they're doing is not biblical. Okay, it's not the body of Christ, it's not the church. They may be born again, hallelujah, but they're going opposite, opposite. We are being herded into a building, but God wants us to be discipled and equipped and raised up. up. You know what? Every believer should have a ministry. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And see, the thing is, the church was divided by geography. And I, I call them the, the seven divisions of the church, the, the city church, the, the regional church, the province church, the state church, the, na, na, the, the nation church, national church, the zone, the global, the third heaven throne room church, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah. And this is eventually going to happen when we poach the return of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, glory to God. The word ecclesia, amen, is God's spiritual legislative branch honored as in heaven. It comes from the the word Roman, from the Roman Senate, where you are called. We are God's spiritual legislative branch honored as in heaven. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. We are to issue decrees together. Hallelujah. Praise God. Together. Hallelujah. Amen, hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Well, I'm going to show you some wineskins. And see, the thing is, a wineskin is not good without wine. See, the old wineskin can receive, you know, he can oil it up and put some water in there. You know, um, that's all it's good for. The old wine receives a little bit of the new wine. but We are looking for new wineskins. We're looking for new wineskins. Um, there are certain places where me and Errol cannot go. There's are um, wanted posters of us on the church door. And and, and in the church um, brochure it says, Do not let these people in. But Jesus Christ is Lord, Amen. Hallelujah. Jesus Christ is Lord. Hallelujah. Not everyone is open to the Holy Spirit, because God gives free will. God gives free will. But guess what? Are we disciples? Are we going to be obedient? You got to learn to hear the Holy Spirit for yourself, and also get to hear the Holy Spirit in others. And you have got to hear the Holy Spirit on a corporate level, Amen. And, and and that's why we get in the Word and learn how to pray, and learn how to fellowship, and we got to hear one another so we can grow together. So we can grow together. You see, the new wines are such as, as as signs and wonders, the revelation of Scripture, holy revival the intoxication of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and we're going to... You know what? We have only touched the surface of the gift of the Spirit. And, um... It's it, it's it's really awesome. It's really awesome. But the first wineskin that I'm going to talk about is the home church. First of all, I call this the new all starter home church. And um, that, um... Hallelujah, and and I talked about this in in um not l- last um podcast but the podcast before, and that um, Hallelujah, that it's the, it is the believers, okay, the mature believers to help lead um, the home church, you know, that govern the home church. Yes, the faithful ministry oversees it and up gears and helps and assists, Amen, Hallelujah. But they are the minister of month. The home church is hallelujah, amen. The church, amen, it needs to meet in the home. Hallelujah, praise God. The one another ministry, hallelujah. How the pastor is a home church pastor. Let's say he had two or three of them. They minister him on the home, providing minister on the home church, providing pastoral care. Hallelujah, amen. Apostles oversee from a distance. After the foundation has been established, after the government has been established, how they must continue to go forth. A true apostle is that you will see his back. Hallelujah. And we need prophets. Amen. We need evangelists, evangelists move around the homes, leading people to Jesus Christ. The prophet comes and goes. Amen. Basically, you you will see the teacher, and and the and the pastor put um, um, holding down the fort, hallelujah, amen? Praise God. But the thing is, is we need to have the priest of the believer. The priesthood of the believer begins in the home church. Hallelujah. And so God is, we, the church started in the home and shall so return to the home. Hallelujah. Amen? The second wineskin is, is what I call the new apostolic congregation. That is, a community of home churches with or without a center. The center is for ministry, is, is for training, hallelujah. It's for the ministry of the apostle, prophet and teacher, hallelujah. Amen? Mm-hmm. The pastor and the evangelist ministers among the home churches, hallelujah. Glory to God. The center is used like for for ministry, for as a Bible college. Every every local church should be a Bible college. Hallelujah. Um, you know, Bible cards cost a lot of money to go to. And when you go there, you get filled with demons. And then and, and then you have to call Errol, and he'll cast them out of you. <laughs> if you are a minister and you have several demons in you, you know that for sure. If you start manifesting, as we talk about, well, you can email us. Amen. Hallelujah. And we will cast those demons out of you. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Amen, hallelujah. And then, that, and then you have the ecclesiastic um, um, wineskin, the ecclesiastic um, um, vertical wineskin, which is a, which is um, a like a, a administration of, of churches of new apostolic congregations that work together. That has that has, has apostolic overseers over, it. but they they gain up like two or three of these congregations. They work together to plan another congregation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah! And, and what you see today is when they use the word network is, is you're just supporting the guy at the top and all that. And there should be a, a, a team effort. If you see throughout the Bible, you see the word, um, you see team effort. God sends it out by two. He picks 12 apostles. Um, Moses had had a couple people working with him. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. And you, you see that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. A team effort. Hallelujah cuz Cause, cause, um hallelujah amen cuz let the, everything be established by two or three witnesses hallelujah praise god hallelujah and you have para leaders para ministries that that's that is is outside of a, a, what you consider a a local church okay That's a ministry hallelujah para churches are very important hallelujah amen to 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 plant churches to go forward hallelujah to bring new new life, hallelujah! Praise the Lord, Amen. They should be um, incorporating them, Amen. Hallelujah! A glory to God. And then we come to the horizontal. We come to the horizontal. Well, there there should be there should be um, councils councils of apostles and councils of prophets that come together where they sit and share their ideas and they pray. Hallelujah! Glory to God. As as in the, the Jerusalem Council, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. The um the horizontal wineskins are like um, um and there's different leadership. There's vertical leadership, horizontal leadership horizontal leadership those people only have authority within that meeting or with not outside that meeting, hallelujah. But we come together like prayer centers, revival centers, opposite Centers, city church centers, hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise God that the church can move forward to influence society. Look at the things within a city that can cover on a city level. Well, maybe we should evangelize on a city level. Maybe we should feed the poor on the city level. Maybe we should get together and bring in anointed speakers on a city level. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen, Hallelujah. We're not going to die to self unless we can come together in unity, Hallelujah. But unity is not compromise. Amen. Unity is is motivation for the harvest, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God, Hallelujah. Amen. And and um. We we have to see the church not just the vertical part. Be, we, we got to see the horizontal part, Hallelujah. Amen. Um. I was at IHOP. IHOP they have a church, and that church is basically to, to help the people that come there from all over the world, so they have a church to go to. But IHOP is more, you know, more horizontal. It's actually global. Hallelujah. And so we need we need places like that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So to pray because. The church is God's spiritual legend on earth as in heaven. Hallelujah. And so are they talking about the vertical? No, they're talking more about the horizontal. And we have to connect to apostles that God gives them opposite decrees to reach the body of Christ, and then the body of Christ uh, decrees them. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Over our regions. Hallelujah. Glory to God. There's a strategy to take our cities. There's a plan to take our cities. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Prophets, prophesy, and apostles um, um, walk in it, hallelujah. Glory to God. Um, They come up with the application of that prophetic word. Glory to God. To take our cities for for the gospel of Jesus Christ, hallelujah. On horizontal, we learn to die to ourselves. hallelujah. Spiritual leaders. If spiritual leaders cannot work together, how are they going to work together in the local church? People that are diverse, you know, people that are so so division minded and all that should not be in ministry. you know you know one thing is 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 um farmers, okay, when there's farming going and and one of the farmers is sick, the other farmers go and help him get his crop in vice, vice versa how uh, there is a team effort, and we got to see that that when we lead that Christ. We're not leading them to, to Christ to be, um, um, we're not leading them to, to to be of our church, but to be of the body of Christ. We have to be body of Christ mindset. When somebody asks me, you know, asks me, are you a Lutheran? Are you a Baptist? Are you a pastor? I am a Christian. I'm a born again spiritual believer. I believe that everyone who's born again is a part of the body of Christ. And their name is the land's book of life. Hallelujah! There, there are essentials of salvation that we should build upon. Everyone is not agree, are not going to agree on everything. But where, where heresy comes in is, is when we deal with um, um, culture norms and and, and feelings and, and and opinions, and 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 it comes out of deductions and interpretations, but not absolutes. Absolutely, based on who, who Jesus Christ is and, and who saved us, hallelujah. Glory to God. Praise the Lord. Um, As one time me and one of my friends, we were going to minister, and I told this brother, do not argue doctrine. We are going there on a mission from God, and the Lord told us to do this. Well, guess what? He decided to argue doctrine. He decided to argue doctrine. And then he's in a three, four-hour discussion that took up three and four hours of our time. We have to be led by the Holy Spirit. Where we get off is we try to do things that the Holy Spirit never told us to do. I'm not saying that we need to be right on, but you know if you're drifting off because you're trying to make it up outside of the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. hallelujah um, glory to God. one thing that when Errol talked about his ministry when he went to Mexico. He built a mission station. Well, I can see mission stations being built. Mission stations are, are places where our are centers, and then how they we're, we're, we're missionaries or evangelists or people that come in there, they can have a place to, to stay at and, and be refreshed. Well, on a vertical level, we you establish mission stations. So you go to this area, you establish a mission station. So missionaries have a place to stay when they come and minister to that area. And also there could be resources there. Hallelujah. For the for the community of that. But also, how about a mission station on a horizontal basis that serves the body of Christ? Glory to God. Hallelujah. So when they when built that mission station, he was kingdom mind, he was body Christ mind. Hallelujah, glory to God. He didn't argue. He didn't argue. Here he is. He may be this kind of Pentecostal, and there may be that kind of Pentecostal. He's not arguing with that. All these differences is, is, is some of this stuff is just delusion, delusion and and, um, and pride. Revival is coming. Hallelujah. Revival is coming, hallelujah. And revival is not coming on the vertical level. It's coming more on the horizontal and corporate level. And the fruit of revival will be the harvest and the vertical. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We, we have walked into a new time, a new season of revival, hallelujah. Before this conference call, I was praying, hallelujah, in my per cave. Batman has his back cave, I have my prayer cave. And and the word says and I, I saw this revival and the word says, It's not revival, it's revivals. Hallelujah. Praise God, Hallelujah. Glory to God. When I listen to certain people's teachings, well they say how revival this and that. It's still of their own effort. Yes, let us pray, let us pray, let us fast, let us be dependent, amen, but when it comes all down to it, it is Jesus Christ, the blood of Jesus, what he did in eighty thirty three. hallelujah, for what is coming will be sustained by him, will come by him, hallelujah, but we are to build facilities around those things, hallelujah. Where it, it is an environment, hallelujah. And how how do we have the order of it? It comes by revelation. God gives revelation to apostles how to how to guide that. But it's not restrictive. It's not restrictive. And that's where we have to have humility. And there has to be grace, hallelujah. In certain organizations, when there's no grace, it is time to leave. You can err you can make mistakes and there has to be room to err and make mistakes that's where jesus christ comes in hallelujah that's where we go back to the word of god that's where we go back on our knees in prayer hallelujah we don't need to throw a heap condemnation on people that make mistakes as long as you learn from them as long as you learn from them hallelujah long as you learn from them Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible talks about... The Bible talks about... Hallelujah. The church, but not just in one format. We have seen one format for so long. For so long. But guess what? The things I'm doing, it's going to become popular soon. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Because me and Errol are going to be raising the dead. Hallelujah. We'll get up in the morning, look at the paper, head over to the funeral home, raise the dead. Hallelujah. Come back from lunch. Hallelujah. Amen. By 3 o'clock, we'll have another church planted. It's going to be an everyday thing. We're coming in a different time because I hear the sound of abundance of rain. But it's not the theater type of church. It's not the theater type because the theater type of church will always eventually quench God, because there's only one man, one man, but there's supposed to be five ministries, amen? And that's why, but, but then there is the home church, because we've got to raise up the kings and priests, the kings and priests, hallelujah, the kings and priests. The priesthood of the believer hallelujah glory to God that's why we disciple newborns we equip the Saints for the work of the ministry they ought to do the work of the ministry hallelujah we can have the healing ministry everyone that begins to walk in the gifts of healing well they're the healing ministry those that really like casting out demons all the time but everyone should know how out demons. demon that's the deliverance ministry those who are prophesying all the time well, that is the prophetic ministry. Those who want to go out and do mission work all the time, but I think everyone should do a short-term mission trip. Those those are very important, hallelujah. Amen? Glory to God. Glory to God. But what we got today in a in lot of the churches, we got a lot of stuff. But a lot of stuff that, 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 that there's only few gifts, few gifts, and the Bible says that we will lack no gift. We will lack no gift. Hallelujah. We will lack no gift. Hallelujah. Amen. And, and um, you know, I've I've taught on this topic more time and time again. You can find that at ElvisIverson.com. Also, I have a podcast, ElvisIverson podcast. Hallelujah. Amen and, and um Errol has an awesome sermon. I think it's like thirty two gifts or thirty gifts. And you can um you can you listen at anchorfm FM seventy two nations or at um his, his um Errol Anderson. It's um praise God, Hallelujah. anchor.fm dot FM slash Errol Anderson Hallelujah, glory to God. Praise the Lord. Amen, hallelujah! It's pretty awesome. I want to go over the fivefold ministry, but I'm not gonna go in the same thing as I did before. Okay, I'm not gonna go in the same thing like I've taught on the fivefold ministry, and there, and you can find that on these podcasts. Hallelujah! You can find that at dot com. Click on SM Torch. I'm going to talk about different posts of the faithful ministry. First of all, Amen. The Bible says, talks about a company of kings and priests." Hallelujah! Every believer has a ministry. We have the word of reconciliation. You're saying you're praying the will of God. Well, the Bible says you have the word of reconciliation. Amen. Hallelujah! Minister reconciliation. Hallelujah. I heard this is that if you walk in a direction of, like of the Great Commission, you'll eventually find what your place is. Hallelujah! And see, the thing is that every believer is a priest. You got to know the function of a priest, the functions of of a priest. But also, we have a kingly or a king. I look at the priestly anointing as 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 the Internal church, hallelujah. Minister in church activities. And the kingdom, you know, minister in the secular. Not, do not think of the Greek mindset, but the Hebrew mindset that, that that um, you know, we try to separate stuff and say, hey, the, the secular is not holy. And the uh, and, uh, um, sacred is holy. No, do not look at that. Think of the Hebrew mindset. Hallelujah. We are to enter in society. We are to influence society. We are kings and priests. We are to influence society. Hallelujah. Sometimes we influence society as a priest. Sometimes we influence society as a king. Hallelujah. But a lot of believers are just few members. Where's that? Lady. The, the, the Every believer needs to be set free from the lady spirit. The, the, and the 5 ministry needs to be sent from the clergy. There's, there's not two priests, there's a division of labor. The 5 ministry is up gear, guide, lead, and go before, go behind. Hallelujah. The equipment of the saints for the work of the ministry, the body Christ, will be edified. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, 98% of the ministry should be done by the everyday believer. Hallelujah. And a lot of people are just they just sit in the pew and they go home they they you walk up to them uh, do it tomorrow, take a church telephone book walk up says "Hey, um um do you have any gifts um do you flow in I bet you no one, I bet you, a lot of people want to answer you they they want to know the answer. you know how many people have you led to Christ?" Throughout your life. If we could just lead one. Hallelujah. So the first and foremost is king and priest. That covers everyone. Hallelujah. I'm going to quote these scriptures. Hallelujah. In Ephesians chapter 4, verse 11, it says, um, He ends up giving some apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers. Hallelujah. Verse seven says, "But to each one of us grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift." And it says that that He gave gifts to men. He gave gifts to men. He did. He did. So not just not just the the, the apostle, but also the pastor, also the evangelist. In First Corinthians chapter twelve, verse twenty it says, And God has appointed these in the church. First apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then after the miracles, then gifts of the healing, helps and ministers, and various tongues. Well not everyone is a fivefold minister. Okay? Not everyone's walking in the fivefold ministry. You walk into somebody who says what are you called to be? Oh, I'm a pastor. Um, I'm a reverend. I'm a minister. Well, they really don't know what they're called to be. And if you're called to the faithful ministry, your time before the Lord in prayer and fasting, eventually you will know what you're called to, but the desire is your heart. But there's an anointing. There's a grace from God, hallelujah. Praise the Lord, God. Is not anointing you to be dry. So not everyone, not, not everyone in the church is a faithful minister that's in the pulpit. Well, if they don't know what they're called to be, they're probably not. Or they need to seek God. People just because they go to Bible college doesn't mean that they're anointed by God. You got to get born again and get baptized in the Holy Ghost. That's the first and foremost. Hallelujah. Even get in the Word. Read the Word for a couple of years. But we are to go out and minister as believers first and foremost. Some people just sit there, sit there, sit there, sit there, sit there. And then years and years pass away. And eventually they're dead. And then they're in heaven. So what did you do? Well, I just sat in the pew for all these years. Well, you can go out and share the Word. The problem is that we're in Lutheran and, and Catholicism communities and it's pretty dry. So there will be persecution just because you go around sharing the word. But um let's let the fun begin. Let the fun begin. Let the fun begin. Well, look at pastors. Well you the word senior pastor is not in the Bible. There's only one time the word pastor is listed. And they were talking about home church leaders. Pastoral care. I I, I met people that, that that have the pastoral heart. Not everyone has a pastoral heart. Evangelists. Well you know we don't see we don't see a lot of evangelists today. Because, again, it's a tug-of-war in, in a lot of churches. It's tug-of-war. And evangelists are good at winning souls. Some evangelists just go from church to church, and they, they just keep on preaching to the saved, But somehow the saves never do anything. I remember I had a, a couple of groups of people back a while ago. I had some new groups of people. But um, after a while, God said, shut it down. Because I preach to them until they're blue in the face. They don't want to do anything. They don't want to get up and do anything. There, there's a time that you come and say, hey, well, you got to go and apply this. I remember this one preacher in Africa. He started preaching, go we, go we, go we. And one by one, his members left and went off, go we. Not that they were a faithful ministry. They, a lot of them were simple believers. They just went and got it. They had a truck, and they got a TV set, and they put a, the Jesus film in there. And they drove around Africa, showing people the Jesus film. They got a generator. And they went out doing that. Eventually, he had to go out doing that. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Yeah. I When um, we were doing the office of conference call, we had um, Bill Hodge. Well, he was in a church down in Florida, and... um. He was a probation officer, and, and um, he went to church week after week and Sunday after Sunday. Hallelujah. Just enjoying his time in church. And one day, he's in church, and guess who walks in the back door? Jesus Christ. And he says to him, what are you doing here? What are you doing here? you are out there. You need to get out of here and get out there. Well, he got up and left. Hallelujah. He came. And eventually, he came up with a, cha- a chaplain program. He's been to several nations to go out there, where the people are, where the people are hurting. Way back a long time ago in the UK, in certain churches, you had to rent the you had a you had to um, rent the pew. You couldn't just go in the church. You had to rent the pew. And um, the guy that that started the Salvation Army, he he would. Rent the whole entire pew to bring people in there. Because they they didn't have money to to rent a pew. So they couldn't go to church and rent the pew. But the problem is people didn't want those kind of people in church. So eventually he had to go out and start his own church. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. Teachers, we need teachers that know the word of God. Hallelujah. Right now, we got a bunch of motivational speakers. I like hearing the Word of God. Hallelujah. Right now, I go on YouTube, and this is not an advertisement for YouTube. Well, somehow I can find a teaching there. Some of, the, some of the, these people are already dead. But we, we hunger to hear the Word of God, to hear the Scriptures. Hallelujah. Amen. That the, these individuals that are called to be teachers, they're committed to the study of scriptures. And, 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 um, they're, hallelujah. Not, not every teacher is, is, is called to, to teach everything. There's certain topics. There's, and like Errol, there's certain topics that he, that he's really good on. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Paul thinks about them, those, each of those topics at least once a week. Hallelujah. Amen? You know, there's a lot of people that prophesy, and they're not prophets. That's why there's the gift of prophecy. A prophet also has a message. A prophet flows in a consistent prophetic flow that that, that he speaks, and he focuses on certain themes. Not every prophet has the same theme, and not every prophet has the same message. Hallelujah. One thing is, is is we recognize we are to be recognized by the body of Christ, okay? We are to be recognized by the body. Of Christ. And then there's affirmation. Affirmation comes from spiritually from apostles and prophets. How how do they ordain? How do they ordain? In in the um, in the New Testament, how do they ordain in the New Testament? Well. First of all, the Bible says, I have chosen and appointed you. I have chosen and appointed you. Hallelujah. we got to believe in the scriptures. The problem is people are not open to you. But if, if you're called, there's going to be signs and wonders. If you call, the you're going to see God moving in your life. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And so, when somebody starts walking their gift of call as a believer, and soon and they're just faithful in it, hallelujah! And then the the body begins to recognize that, and then, then they tell the faithful ministry, they tell, um, and then they begin to get some type of mentorship. Evangelists need evangelists, pastors need the pastors, teachers need teachers. Or, or the other way around, those that have a call and anointing, Hallelujah, and 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 somebody who is a spiritual leader, or apostle, evangelist, whatever, sees that and begins to take them aside and begins to train and raise them up. Just going to Bible college doesn't mean you're anointed, Hallelujah. But well, we should serve. We should be faithful first to a, 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 um, a local church or to another man's ministry for for a season, hallelujah. And then we come to apostles, we come to apostles. We come to apostles, and, and not everyone today, people are saying, I'm an apostle, I'm apostle, I'm apostle, I'm apostle. If heaven does not respond to you when you pray... When somebody's praying, if the presence of God doesn't come in and fill that room, maybe that person's not an apostle. If demons are comfortable with you, maybe you're not an apostle. If religious people are your best friends, maybe you're not an apostle. uh, Hallelujah. An apostle is first and foremost somebody who sees Jesus Christ as a divine visitation of our Lord Jesus Christ. How is an apostle has a commission from God? He has a commission from God. I don't... I think a lot of people who say they're apostles are not apostles. I don't think that there is a lot of apostles, but there's a certain number of them. I don't think there's a lot of prophets. There's more pastors, Need pastors because there's no confusion in the body of Christ. I think that there's people that walk in an apostolic function, but they may not be an apostle, they may have grown into an apostolic function, but they're not an apostle. Evangelists can plant churches, teachers can plant churches. But I think that that um, there's people that become associate apostles because they're connected to an apostle who seen Jesus Christ. but not everyone is an apostle and I see that a caller an apostle or the call of a prophet is more like a journey. it's like a journey than 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 a calling because you're always learning and you're not humble. You're going to become humble. And this is the key, is, is do you see? Do you see? Do you hear? Some people just don't see and hear. And you have to question them. You have to question them because they don't see and hear. Hallelujah. You know, when, when I first met Errol Anderson years ago, my, you know, Every time I ran into him, he gave me a word, a cursing word. Hallelujah, praise God. Hallelujah. It was like burning in him all the time. Hallelujah, and and it's like our, our our spirits shake hands with each other before we met physically. Well, that's how God moves. But there's people that that we we wonder why. It's, We're not getting in because there's no connection. Our our spirit men are not shaking hands. Because a lot of things are being done in the flesh. And what does the flesh mean? Religion. Charismatic without the Holy Spirit. We need charismatic with the Holy Spirit. It's good that you have natural skills, but do you have supernatural skills? Hallelujah. So when we talk about the five full ministry... And when we talk about the 32 gifts, we talk about the gifts of spirit, the motivation gifts, uh, we talk about an anointing, a calling, something that is supernatural, something that God teaches you that's beyond natural skills. Even though God does give your natural skills. But there's a difference between natural skills and that which is of the Holy Spirit. But God has delegated I and another thing, sure. another thing is when we look at the fivefold ministry. That is not to say that the apostles delegate or the pastors delegate, or the, they're all delegated. The, but also every believer is delegated. Jesus Christ is the head of every believer. Amen. Some people, you know, they use the word extension, ascension, gifts, that, that 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 the apostle, the ascension,
1: um,
2: delegation, ascension. Um, a delegation of, of of Jesus Christ, hallelujah, from the head, extension, an extension from the head, the prophets, an extension from the head, but also, you as a believer, every believer is an extension of the head of Christ, hallelujah, every believer, hallelujah, glory to God, and again, you, there's not two priests, but there's a division of labor, but it's not control or manipulation or domination. When when you walk into a room or or, or some church building and you see somebody preaching, you're recognizing their gifts and callings and you're honoring them for it. Hallelujah. That that's submission. Submission is not control. You're just walking you're just being polite and hospitality and being of good manners when you walk into another person's house. Like when I go to Arrows house. I don't walk in and say, hey, how you doing? Hallelujah. Amen. Praise the Lord. It's just that we, we are Christians, that we are disciples, and disciples are disciplined. Hallelujah. Glory to God. But God wants every believer to walk inside. Hallelujah. Amen. Before before I, I go, hallelujah, we, we look at it. We look at buries of tongues. Look at this word, buries of tongues. And you see workers of miracles. Hallelujah. Amen. And then You see other things. Here, here we go on. We go on. We see some other things here. Hallelujah. Amen. The tongues of men and of angels. The gift of prophecy. and understand all mysteries and all knowledge. So you see other... Uh, There's other things, there's depths of, that we can can focus on. After that, there's miracles. And the gifts of healing. Hallelujah. There's there's other um, manifestations. Amen. Operations of the Holy Ghost. And of our Lord Jesus Christ and God the Father. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We see that the, the, the verse of gifts... Difference of ministries, diversity of activities. Also effects. There's different effects. Not every gift is applied the same way. Hallelujah. But not everything is a fivefold ministry. Not everyone's walking the fivefold ministry. Not everyone is, is appointed by God. And if they're not appointed by God, and there is no anointing, you do not have to submit to and the word submission is not control is the recognizer of gifts and call on who the who who God has appointed, and honoring them for that. Uh, some people don't have any revelation. Some people can't hear the voice of God. Some people can't be led by the Spirit of God. Some people can't see. If they can't see, if they can't hear, do not tie to them. For so long we have anointed the unanointed. We need anointed, the anointed we need to recognize what God has recognized. And that's why we need to be sensitive. We need to be sensitive. We need to be prayerful. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen. And, and Errol talked about missionary. Well we need missionaries. Hallelujah. There's those that, that are you know, the every believer do short term missions. There's those that are called to do do you, you know a traveling missionary? Missionary goes in an area that's not developed yet, but there's areas like in America where there needs life in that area, it's like a pioneer work. But God's raised up missionaries. The evangelistical church there, there have been a, a, um, a survey of, of generous Z that over, over about 55% have considered once or twice. career in missions. This is a missionary generation that God has raised up. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And God is active in this time. Hallelujah. Glory to God. And So we, we need to get ready to that. But there's an anointing upon them to help them succeed against any opposition in that region that they are sent to. Hallelujah. They, they may be an apostle, they may be a teacher, they may be a prophet, or they may be a believer that, that, that has a missionary heart. But then there are short-term missions where we connect to churches and ministries overseas that we work alongside and help them and assist them. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Glory to God. And then I have new. I have more teachings on the new Alpsar of Wine Skins. Hallelujah. At Elvis Before I go, I wanna talk more about the King the anointing. Well the Bible says the church in the workplace or the marketplace of the seven society, we are to influence God there. See see people super spiritualize the the, the the nuclear church, but God has a plan for the extended church. How to, that's the outreach of the church. Hallelujah. And we had to walk in the kingdom, the anointing. Well, that's why we need the revelation of scriptures, to believe in that. And that's why we need people to teach us stuff. Because if there is no teaching, there will be no faith. There will be no application of that. Hallelujah. But God wants us to be productive and bear much fruit, and that our fruit shall remain. Hallelujah. And, and I'm praying. I'm praying that, that each of us, we use used mighty by God hallelujah glory to God amen let us pray hallelujah father in the name of Jesus Christ we pray for each and every one each and every one that's us to this message that's here today that will listen to this on the podcast How that will listen to it wherever in the church all the world and everyone that's been influenced by this ministry we pray lord and an outpouring of the gifts the spirit, the use gifts, the fireful ministry, and an outpouring of signs and wonders, prophecies, visions, and dreams, and an outpouring of the gifts of healing the work, and working and miracles and the gift of faith, and an outpouring, God, in Jesus' name, of visions in the heaven and the visions of Jesus. We pray for many breakthroughs and spiritual breakthroughs. God said us free from religion, dry season, and wildernesses. I pray for divine intervention and breakings and accelerations. Hallelujah. Quantum leaps in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord God, wherever we've been in bondage to a church or bondage to a ministry or bondage with something that, that, that that's not bringing fruit, set us free and deliver us right now. Father God, I just pray for you have not come to condemn us, oh God. But, Lord God, you have been preparing us. Hallelujah. Amen. You have been preparing us. Lord God, we believe that the Holy Spirit is the Lord of the harvest. Lead and guide and direct us to God. You have chosen us and appointed us. You have anointed us. Hallelujah. That is for every believer. And, Father God, we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. That you, uh, you release harvests and angels, that you lead and guide and direct us, oh God. That you bring forth breakthroughs in our ministries, breakthroughs in our walk with Christ in Jesus' name. And that you'll lead us as a, as in Acts chapter ten, oh God, through through vision. Hallelujah. Through dreams. Hallelujah. Through angelical encounters in Jesus' name. You establish the bridges. Hallelujah. And the order says, for the Bible says 10 men will grab a hole of your sleeves. Oh, that could be 10 leaders, 10 heads of households, 10 people groups, 10 people will grab hold and say, take me to your God. Well, some of us will take them to our local church, and our local church won't do nothing with them. So we must be ready to lead them to Christ and disciple them and plant our own church, hallelujah, plant our own home church, hallelujah. Glory to God. We must be ready. Hallelujah. Because if, if other people won't disciple, we must disciple them. So the Bible says that we um talks about the Great Commission and a part of it is disciples of newborns. So when ten people Lord God let ten people grab a hold of our students and say, Take me to your God. And let that begin to happen every day. Lord I pray that there coming
1: a, a grace of harvest.
2: There's coming an anointing of harvest. There's coming a grace, a a breakthrough of harvest in Jesus. That all of a sudden, God will lead us to the harvest and the harvest will come to us. God will lead us to the nations and the nations will come to us. Hallelujah. Some of us will teleport to nations, some of us will fly to nations, and some of the nations will come to us. Hallelujah. But the harvest will not be avoided. Hallelujah you will change our situation and circumstances and our environment so that we will be a host of the presence of God of revival of signs and wonders in the name of Jesus Christ in Jesus name in Jesus name amen hallelujah praise the Lord amen does does anyone else have anything you want to share before we go Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah.